I'll do it fine. Hi, this is Derek Hayes from Monsters Among Us podcast, and you're listening to Chris and Chad at the Paranormal Guys. I did what you said on time. This series presents information based in part on theory and conjecture. The facts that will be presented are true. Scientists, representing the world's foremost research centers, took part in the examination of the evidence. The Jersey Devil. El Chupacabra. Psychokinesis. I'm Chad. And together we're a, a paranormal guys. guys. Hey, that actually almost worked. See? I told and you, if, if I, you just don't think about it too hard. If I calm down and quit mm-hmm. thinking. Stop being the paranormal guys, please. You know, I, I think that that's kind of like a mantra that everybody should go with is like, don't think too much. I think it's part of, that's a big majority of the world's problem. People think I too made much. it. I made it this far without doing it, and yeah, it's cost me. It's cost me my health, but other than that, hey, everything's good. Go for it. <laughs> That's right. Can't have this long, luscious hair if I was thinking. You mean? Yeah, I don't have that beard. I just Ooh. got this. I still Look, haven't can, put a. You can see it flow from red to this brown color to these sun-kissed highlights that are gray. All I can say is, look at that, sir. I know that's impressive. Dark as midnight. It. I would, I would Except think right you were putting some there. just for men on their stuff, but I no, don't that's know. that's au natural, sir. Mm, it's pretty good. It's not as red as it should be for a real Irishman, but then again, you're more German than anything. <sighs> yeah, breaking <laughs> zay Deutsch. Uh, and der Arschlo deep, yeah. Wo ist der Schraubenschlüssel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's our uh, <laughs> European version of the show. That's right. For all our German-speaking friends. That's right. Look for that uh, Schraubenschlüssel. Mm-hmm. And their hearts so deep, yeah. Yeah. Du gehst in der Halle. <laughs> Whatever you said, sure. Not Doesn't flow as well as uh, as Gaelic. No, it's got coconuts shoved in here or something. <laughs> Touche de coconut. Uh-huh. Touche de coconut. That's what I said. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, how, how how's it been going since last show, Chad? I fell down some steps, almost broke some things. Other than that, Amar, I got a video of it. I'll have to send you a copy. Of you falling down the stairs? Yeah, I fall. My ankle gave out. My, you know, I'd been walking about uh, half a mile almost every day just to try uh-huh. and not turn into a vegetable. 
Yes. And then uh, I'd been having a lot of trouble breathing. They put me on an inhaler and stuff. But for whatever reason, the back of my legs had kind of just given out uh, there for a few days. Yes. And I was uh, walking down the steps and my ankle just let go. And I went down and there was this um, old post lamp top that I'd taken down and replaced with an LED one. Yes. And it still had the glass plate in it. So somehow I broke every bit of that glass plate and just ended up with a little <laughs> stigmata hole in my hand. I didn't. I was going to ask you if you've, uh, if you've had a Catholic priest take a look at that. No, got that. Got some, uh, that. Oh. yeah, ankles a little messed up where I hit, but. In the video, you can see my legs actually go up in the air because <laughs> it's like I'm standing here. And then I go down and my legs are flying up in the air. All I can say is, thank God I'm as fat ass as I am or I would have probably broken cushioning all kinds of stuff. Yeah, more cushion for the fallen pushing. What are uh, what are the chances we can uh, get a copy of that video to um, to, to, to uh, hide away and never let the public see? Uh-huh. I have a copy that I may show to you sometime because of our security camera, but I don't think I'll ever <laughs> But uh, you're never going to send it to me? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think anybody needs possession of that. Katrina's already made sure to download it before I could delete it off of our nice server for our security camera. Wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> I, got a, I got a copy in case I have to sue her. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. There's a pollen everywhere out here. I'm uh, doing another outdoorsy day because it's about the quietest place in the house. Oh, okay. It's outside. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good deal. But yeah, that's about the most exciting thing at me. What about you? Oh, you know, not much. Same old, same old. We uh, we actually did last weekend. We went to uh, Brown County. Yeah. Uh, did you, uh, I saw where Myra bought a deformed mutant doll or something while she was yes she she has been into collecting what she calls creepy dolls uh so far we've got about four maybe like old porcelain dolls that we've acquired at various uh dirt malls here and there you know nothing is as creepy as that old clown she's got in her room the old bozo (laughs) the old bozo yeah uh you know flea markets that some people like to call them i call them dirt, dirt malls dirt balls that's where you find treasure mm-hmm, that's right uh but yeah she's got about four of those and everything but uh this time i th- we went to one in uh just outside of nashville uh-huh. it was actually in Nallbone. Nallbone. Nallbone, little town uh-huh. right outside of nashville sounds like and a good name for a dog it was kind of an upscale dirt mall oh yeah and yeah she uh found that one and we kind of instantly knew we had to get that one because that's that doll's kind of the thing of nightmares. Yeah, it was pretty uh pretty funky. I'm pretty sure there's some human hair and teeth sewn up inside of that someplace. Well, the the one good thing is of all the ones that she has, that uh-huh. one's probably the least likely to be haunted or possessed or anything because a lady actually makes those. Oh. Like that one's been made not too long ago because she makes them and sells them that particular uh flea market actually keeps a few of them on hand to sell and everything so so this lady a, makes dolls and her, doll. and her other occupation is she's a Witch. voodoo priestess yeah something like that yeah oh okay. chicken blood and yeah nails there's some <laughs> iron nails in there somewhere exactly perfect but yeah so creepy dolls i thought well hey you know you, you could collect weird like weirder things now it's time to start to eBay all those toys she doesn't play with. 
Exactly. <laughs> Should never but yeah, that's that's been about our, you know, two weeks here in the old. Sounds all right. Homestead. I mean, it's more than I've done. So other than <laughs> fall down. Well, get ready, Chad. I am. I hope ready. you have your tinfoil hat ready for tonight. I do. I've got my NASA official fluffer here with me. I dressed appropriately, have my NASA shirt on. Nice, nice. And if you if you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, any of the places, you you may have seen a post about it. But uh, tonight, Chad, we are delving into the world of moon landing conspiracy. Ooh. Exactly. Creepy. <laughs> and this this could be an entire podcast on its own if you start digging into it and looking at all this stuff. But we're yep. we're going to try to cover it in 30 to 45 minutes. Because that's By the us. time you talk about the moon landing conspiracy, then you can go right back around to flat Earth and how none of it could even happen. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Because, mm-hmm. but you know, the the main thing... When you when you dig into moon landing conspiracy, you kind of have you kind of have there's three groups. You have the okay. uh uh-uh, uh we landed on the moon, we did it how we were told, everything went according to how Walter Cronkite told us. Okay. You have the yeah we landed on the moon, but I don't know if we got told the whole story like the government is apt to do. Mm-hmm. And then you have the far other wing i guess you want to call it of we didn't do it the whole thing was faked on a sound stage we never went into space yep that sounds all correct to me all those all those theories and i i think i think you and i kind of subscribe both to the middle section there is yeah we went but did we yeah. do it like we were told i still think it's an odd thing that we really haven't uh made a point of going back yeah, yeah, because yeah. the moon the moon's kind of an easy thing, you know now, especially now. Yeah, and it's not like we went there so much that we just excavated and found out all this really cool stuff about the moon, and and they talk about it making us sound like it's hollow and all these things. And I, I kind of think we weren't supposed to go back. I, I, I kind of think uh, some something or someone or somebody said, uh, "Yeah, you don't need to come back up here." Yeah, like. Uh... Omega Supreme or Pink Floyd, whoever that was that they found the astronauts found on the moon. Oh, that's some Michael Bay garbage. That was uh no, sir. That's a documentary. No, that was a uh, historical document. <laughs> that was Sentinel Prime that they found on the moon. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and there was no reason for them, and it was voiced by Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> Unicron. No. <laughs> No, Leonard Nimoy was Galvatron. Did you just die a little bit inside? <laughs> no, no, I did. I knew you were just saying it for shits and giggles. That's right. Everybody knows Unicron was Winston Churchill. That's right. He was. Or that guy that says something about no wine before it's time or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unicron, was, Unicron was really drunk while he was eating on a bag of frozen peas. Everybody knows that. <laughs> this could be a planet. Destiny. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's uh, and going along with what you said. From everything you ever hear about how they said, "Oh, well, that we there's there are all these resources on the moon." Was it they're like a bunch of titanium? There's all the mineralogy of the moon itself. 
vibranium, adamantium, unobtainium, at least at least one infinity gem, exactly infinity stone. And now the oh, you know they they couldn't have done it. Well, yeah, given okay, it was the sixties, but uh-huh. they we were motivated by the whole we got to beat the Ruskies. That's right. And given given the state of the whole Soviet Union U.S. thing back when that happened, I think the United States would have done anything they could have to to beat them. So, you know, go it go it ten years to the moon. Hey. Yeah. Hey. And the problem you have nowadays there's so much bureau bureaucracy, red tape, and stuff, and all that, and you know, worrying about safety and stuff. Yeah, I mean, hell, I I own property on the moon, and I can't even go see it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the and resources and everything. It's the, you know, there's all these resources. You went to the moon a whole bunch in a short time, and then all of a sudden you just stopped. And even if you say, well, the funding stopped, well, public, whatever you want to go, public, uh, what's the word, Chad? Interest. Interest. There you go. <laughs> Because was waning. Well, whatever. If there's resources there, who cares? Why? Why all of a sudden did you stop, and then haven't went back in what forty yeah, years I mean, now, fifty years, however long? A long time. And I mean, they don't stop when they find resources other places. They'll do everything exactly. to to gut the planet we have to live on to uh, get stuff. So why wouldn't you just go molest the moon for some things? Right. So. And we'll we'll get into that a little bit more here in a little bit, uh, because I know you have your your documents ready. I, I do. I've got these redacted documents right here. So you can exactly. see they're mostly black marker. Many Bothan spies died to get that information. That's right. I'm on Mothman the shit out of this. <laughs> but uh you know, there there there's nothing I don't think there's a need to talk about the yeah we went to the moon and we did it how exactly we were told because that's a given everybody knows that mm-hmm. but the the we never went it never happened that's the stuff that that some of it's kind of interesting when you get into all the different reasons people have of their proof in yeah. invisible quotation marks but a lot of the evidence they show for reasons we didn't go, it's along the same line of the evidence that flat earthers have. Mm-hmm. That if you think about it, they, they make a perfect argument because they throw out this fact that they claim is a fact. Like, uh, oh, there's no stars in the background. Same thing with, mm-hmm. oh, well... There's no curvature of the Earth. You know, all the pictures of the Earth from space are fake. They have a perfect argument because all they have to do is throw out this fact. And when you say, but we've got these pictures, but we've got these moon rocks, all they have to say to refute that is they're fake. And it's hard to prove something is not a fake. You know, <laughs> so you just throw out, well, we've been to the moon. We've got this. We've done that. We've done this. The earth is this. And gravity. And they're like, fake. Don't you think it's fake. funny they made it illegal for a private citizen to own a moon rock? <laughs> fake. Fake moon rocks. 
Well, because there's like three of them. I mean, they were picking up stuff by the shovel load when I saw. You know, there ought to be like a whole shit. There ought to be some guy's driveway graveled. Put a moon rocks in Florida somewhere. (laughs) Oh, there are presidents' houses and museums and stuff. Mm -hmm. I've put on my moon shoes to go walk down to the mailbox. Blogs in a museum. (laughs) That's right. That's right, Andy. (laughs) But yeah, and that's, you know, and going along with the. I've got a strong belief in conspiracies as to whether it's plausible or not. Yeah. My my main could this happen or not is the how big is it? <laughs> Sounds personal. It is. But you know, you you get into it and it's okay, you you have something that's easy to cover up. There's not a lot of people involved. Okay, great. Could be a conspiracy. But when you get something as big as the Earth is flat or we never went to the moon, I think one of the statistics I read on it said there were upwards of 400,000 people involved in one way or another the mm-hmm. in the moon trips in the 60s. That's a lot of freaking people to keep either out of the know or quiet for this long. Yeah. I mean, I don't disagree. I, I but I wholeheartedly think that the actual facts of what happened, we went to the moon. I have no doubt about that. Exactly. But I think the actual facts of what happened, we may never know everything because no. there's just there's just too many inconsistencies. There's things that astronauts themselves have said they've seen and heard, and you know stuff that happened to them while they were out there. And I just I don't know. It just seems too well, convenient yeah, and, for. And to me, that's that's the things that make it better if you want to use that word is saying we didn't go is one thing it's like you've got all this proof out there that is hard to fake and with that many people involved it's hard to keep quiet if it was a fake yeah but it's easier to kind of hide some some stuff here or there like but even then like you said we we've we've all heard the little snippets of the audio and everything where they talk about oh it looks structures and seeing just odd, weird, out of the place things and everything that yeah. is a little bit easier to cover up and be like, oh well, no, he, oh well, yeah. Buzz Aldrin was talking about like the mountains. He just said structures instead of mountains. You know, that's mm-hmm. fine. Well, I mean, it's been shown that they've had photographs they've pulled up that were moon photos that they've got in airbrush sections of them and they've, somebody has stumbled across the original photo and I'm not saying they found the picture had like, you know, there's some little Martian guy or alien guy waving on there <laughs> that was just hanging out, but you can see where they've airbrushed over certain areas of the photo. Cause somebody will find the original and altered one and then they'll find the official NASA one. Right. And you can see where it's different in certain parts. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. It's, it's interesting. Like I said, we'll never know everything that's going on, but, um, you know, it's something to think about. And now I know you were all excited because you've got your official Kubrick documents. I I do. I have these redacted Kubrick documents and, uh, just, you know, devil's advocate. I like, uh, (laughs) I, I watched like a whole little thing on the, uh, Stanley Kubrick's involvement with, um, with the moon landing Yes. And I couldn't remember all the details. I've watched the full documentary thing on it like twice. 
So I had to print out some stuff so I could make sure I didn't sound like a complete moron that I normally sound like anyway. What do you have? So I thought I would uh, talk a little bit about that just to be devil's advocate here. All right, sir. All right. Well, Stanley Kubrick, for those of you that may be too young or don't know, is a uh, famous director. He's no longer with us, but he made some uh, very memorable movies like uh, The Shining and 2001 A Space Odyssey. And 2001 A Space Odyssey is actually where people start to believe that he was involved with the moon landing because it was released one year prior to the moon landing. And they think that he was involved because of how that film looked. Um, There's a lot of documentaries that have shown inconsistencies in video that came from the moon landing. And uh, when the astronauts, of course, step out of the Apollo 11, and they're like, well, who shot from outside the capsule? Or how is the American wag? How is the American (laughs) flag waving? Um, Would you like why, to know the explanation of both of those, Chad? Not yet. Let oh, me uh, let me bring up the uh, questions, and then you can go on and explain away anything. Yes. Uh, there was a wire in the flag, from what I understand, actually. But um, why do the shadows look like they're the result of multiple light sources, or why is the letter C visible on one of the rocks? Because it's a cool rock. Um, and they said that that rock actually looked like a prop that was from a film set. Um, so anyway, that was just a lot of things they said with the 2001 Space Odyssey. And then with The Shining, they thought that they got their answers out of that because people have gone in and decoded all the things that Kubrick had uh, basically admitted with clues in The Shining that he was behind the moon landing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, yeah. Wasn't the uh, – this is the only one that I can vaguely remember off the top of my head, but – wasn't the pattern of the carpet somehow involved where like the pattern of the carpet was had something to do with like the launch pad for the Apollo rockets or something weird like that? It may. I don't remember scanning through this. Um, I, I remember hearing that, like that at some point. Now, in true paranormal guys fashion, I could have just completely made that up in my head and it became fact. But you could have. I do think I remember hearing somewhere that there's some connection between like a launch pad and the carpet pattern. Well, for anybody that wants to actually sit down and watch the documentary that I watched, and it goes into a lot of stuff. It's really good. Uh, the documentary came out in 2012. It was called room 237. So, uh, Jay, I think his name is Wiener Wedner was the guy uh-huh. that put it together. So, you know, if you're really interested in it, check that out. It'll be way more informative than this show. But what? this will be something for you to listen to while you're uh, working or grooming your dog or going to the bathroom or whatever. <laughs> you, um, hey, you, you know, another one on a little brief side, you know, track mm-hmm. here. Yes. Uh, speaking of movies and Stanley Kubrick and talking about fake moon landings. Have you ever watched the movie? Uh, I think it's called Moonwalkers. No, I haven't. It has, I've, I've uh, it. it's Ron Perlman and uh, Ron Weasley. Huh. Okay. Rupert Gint, Grant, whatever Harry, his Harry, name is. Harry Potter and Hellboy. And ba- basically the gist of it is uh, Ron Perlman's character is ex-military black ops guy, and they hire him to go get Stanley Kubrick to fake the moon landing. And when he gets there to, to England to hire Stanley Kubrick, he's not there, and Rupert Gint's 
Grant, whatever his name is, uh-huh. Ron Weasley. Yeah. Ron Weasley's character is in the office and lies and says he's Stanley Kubrick, and it's about them <laughs> trying to fake moon landing footage. There's a, there's a funny episode of Toast of London with Matt Berry, and yes. he acts like he accidentally stumbles upon the uh, fake moon landing set with Kubrick, and they threaten <laughs> to kill him if he tells anybody about it. Nice. Uh, so it's pretty funny. He has like a flashback. If anybody likes Matt Berry from you know, what we do in the shadows, the series or watches toast of London, which I highly recommend. Exactly. Um, there's an episode where he does that. <laughs> exactly. But that's from the film, not the series. All right. So sorry. Continue chat. Okay. Okay. So anyway, the overlook hotel and the shining, yes. um, that's supposed to be a representation of America at the beginning of that movie. And, okay. um, we're told that it sets on an Indian burial ground and the manager meets with uh, Jack Torrance and he has an American flag on his table when he's the guy that's talking with Jack and there's an eagle looking over them. This is taken to be a nod to the eagle, which was the name of the lunar lane module that carried Apollo 11. Um, you also assume that the Overlook Hotel represents America in its long, brutal history. Uh uh-huh. Uh now let's talk about the dead twins. Oh, let's. The dead twins apparently signify NASA's failed Gemini mission. The Shining is based on a book by Stephen King, but Kubrick changed a lot of the details where he made the movie and in one of those elements is the appearance of the dead twins. In the book there was a single child, but it was it's believed that Kubrick used the twins and to signify the uh failed Gemini mission. Uh-huh. Now, here's what you were talking about, the carpet pattern. Oh, okay. Okay. The scene that begins the shot seen by the conspiracy theorist is Kubrick's confession. In a shot taken from above, you see Danny uh, playing in the corridor on a patterned carpet. Conspiracy theorists believe that it took, that it looks strikingly similar to the Apollo 11 launch pad. McQuack. So there you go. You were right. Uh, Danny's Apollo 11 sweater has become iconic mainly due to the fact that this moment represents the fake mission. Um, uh, Danny eventually rises up from the carpet and he is seen wearing a sweater with a rocket with the text Apollo 11. And this is seen as a big clue that Kubrick is indeed talking about his involvement with the fake moon landing project. Uh huh. Now, the documentary I was talking about. <laughs> room 237 yes kubrick changed the room number from 217 to 237 and it was believed to be another clue as danny comes up from the carpet seen as a launch pad wearing a sweater the apollo 11 sweater he enters the dreaded room 237 in the book the room was 217 but it is widely believed that kubrick changed it to 237 as the distance between the earth and the moon is roughly 237,000 miles, Chris. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. I mean, I may have just changed some opinions. There you go. Now, Jack's <laughs> writing. Let's, let's talk about Jack Torrance, the man. Here's Johnny. Jack's writing is a proof of his slipping consciousness, but conspiracy theorists believe this to be a hint at A11. In a mm. spine-chilling scene, the audience, along with Jack's wife, discovers that all the writing comprises of one sentence written over and over again, and that's all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. 
While it's kind of a long shot, conspiracy theorists believe that the ALL actually signifies A11 wow. or Apollo 11. <laughs> and uh, the conspiracy theories around the moon landing started as soon as America announced its success. It was also a big win for the USSR because uh, they were winning the space race in the Cold War. So John F. Kennedy announced in 1962 that we would put a man on the moon before the end of the decade, and many see this as a strategy for saving face in the space war. With the 1977 film Capricorn 1, the conspiracy theory got more steam as the plot of the film revolved around the government deceiving the American public into believing that they had landed a manned mission on Mars. Uh, but there are plenty of conspiracy theories that point to the fact that Kubrick confessed through The Shining that he was indeed involved in the big government hoax. Theories of Kubrick being the director of moon landing started soon after the success of the mission, so there's a big possibility that he was just messing with the audience by planting elements of Apollo 11. So that was kind of the little thing, a couple movies that I really like and Kubrick and his involvement, and I just wanted to regurgitate that information. I like it. There you go. A lot of uh, a lot of the evidence of not landing on the moon makes uh-huh. me think of a toy I had when I was a kid. Oh yeah, yeah. It was this. It was this plasticky figure about yay high that uh-huh. you could pull his arms. What was oh Stretch Armstrong? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Full of jelly. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Although welcome. I never had Stretch Armstrong. I had the green lizard. The green monster guy. Monster looking guy. It was the one I yeah, had. Yeah, I don't remember his name. I had both of them. I never had like the snake or the octopus or any of the stuff that's worth a million dollars now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So I'm going to, you know, I've never seen that, uh, that room 237 documentary. I'm going to check it out. It's actually really good. I've, that might be my, uh, viewing for the night. I want to say it was either on Netflix or Amazon for a while. And that's what I watched it on, but I don't know where it's at now. Yeah. Get a chance. Watch it. Everybody. Yeah. You should do that. Watch Moonwalkers. (laughs) Yeah. Michael Jackson. Okay. (laughs) Uh, you know another i know they get a bad rap for this and that and everything but the uh the episode of uh mythbusters Mm -hmm. that they actually did about moon landing fakes and everything that's actually one of their better episodes if you ask me because they they go through and not all of them but a good a few of the bigger reasons that people give they they kind of go through and do the whole science behind those and like pretty much disprove all of the we didn't land on the moon uh-huh. kind of theories. They just tell them they're full of crap. What are you doing? My phone keeps throwing up little <laughs> alerts and I'm trying to get them out of the way so I can see you without, uh, hey, do you still need a lawn professional? Thanks, Thumbtack. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah our our flower beds are starting to look like uh giant uh man-eating plants should be living in them so i was trying to see if i could find some way to clean them out but yeah it's far too much money so and i'm just you know, mowing the grass up to the flower beds fair enough i like there it. you go all right and you know chad i just remembered this but i would be remiss 
mm-hmm. if I didn't do this, because I think this is going to make you excited. Yeah. Uh, I put out a little blurb a f- few days back about what the show was going to be about, and mm-hmm. we got a listener comment, Chad. The hell you say. Amen, brother. Amen, brother. <laughs> so uh, Justin Presley weighed in on our Facebook page on the uh, on the post I put up. Oh, well, thank and, you, Justin. Uh, he says, I'm more curious why people would think it fake. If it was to beat the Russians there, it would be a big gamble to make a potentially inaccurate moonscape and get called out later. People seem to have a hard time believing what they are not eyewitness to. And boy, I tell you what, he hit the nail on the head with that one because it, if you, as big as the space race was, and for us to save face against Russia, uh-huh. as much money as NASA had pouring in back then, do you think they would let something like a rock with a C on it show up in a shot? You know, they. That's one of those you pay the closest attention to everything you can because if one tiny little thing's out of place, you're going to get called on it. That's true. I don't know. I think at that point, let, let's just say, let's like I said, let's devil's advocate. Let's say it was all completely faked. Kubrick yes. did film it. They put it all in his hands. And at the end, you had like four guys in black rim glasses smoking cigarettes really hard watching this cut of this this film. Yes. And they're they're not going to catch everything. It it would have been down to the editing and all that. So if that were the case and the things did get through that were inaccurate, there is no way in hell they would ever let that information get out to the public. They would either get rid of the people that were, you know, the weakest links in that chain that could tell them that that was fake. Exactly. They would have threatened everybody and their families and their mother. I mean, there's no way they would have never let they would never let that get out. There probably aren't even hard copy documents anywhere that you can access that have that on them where you can physically see it. If if it were to happen, right, that stuff would be locked up so tight. Oh yeah, it it would be yeah. instantly gone. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which you know goes along with what I've been saying is conspiracy too big is hard to <laughs> it it's hard to keep down. I mean, it's it's like Roswell. I mean, they've they've already said Roswell was a experimental craft, and you know, said that's fine. It's it, it was covered up because of that, but there's still inconsistencies with things like the bodies and stuff. That Chad, that there was are witnesses. Balloon. Of course, it, of course, it was. Well, they came out later and said that it was an experimental aircraft. Like the government pretty much admitted to it. Yeah, but <laughs> you know, in the end, we'll never know. No. That's the unless, sad part. Not unless the aliens come back to pick up their dead friends and time just is different for them and they found 13 crystal skulls. I don't know. See, and <laughs> that's that's one reason that I I so wish there was legitimate time travel. You know, you get okay. some people that are like, oh, I'd go back and get the lottery numbers and play the lottery. I was like, no, I, I would... I would use time travel for the, Ooh, I want to know this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would go back and like be on the grassy knoll in Dallas. And I would yeah. go back and, you know, hang out, watch moon landing stuff. I would all that. Be some, uh, time travel agent, like in umbrella Academy. Is that what you would have? 
I've I've still never made it past like the first three episodes of that. <laughs> I watched both seasons. I liked it. I also watched Invincible, that new animated one based off the Image comic. Uh, the Boys. The Boys is and, pretty good. Yeah, and I've been trying to watch that uh, Jupiter Legacy or whatever it is. I'm I'm not getting. Yeah, that I just I just saw that pop up the other day, and I thought, hey, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's like the it's like you know they're trying sorta. But it's what it is. Anyway, I digress. Hey, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what we do well. <sighs> True. So hey, hey, any people, uh, let us know what you think about it. You know, if you yeah. want to chime in and let us know what you think, we uh, we are more than happy to go over comments and stuff on the next show. If you have any relatives that were involved in the cover up, we'd like to know. That's right. We won't say their names. We just want to know. That's right. We'll just change <laughs> a couple of letters. That's right. If it's Ron Jackson, it's going to be John Raxon. Exactly. Nobody will know. That's right. We're stealthy <laughs> like that. That's like making your uh, making your password one two three four. It's so simple, but it's a genius idea because no one will think <laughs> your password's going to be one two three four. I know, and in case they do think along those lines, I make mine four three two one. Whoa! See, see what Man. I did there, Chad. You you're on a whole other level. I know. That's what they. We're tell in twenty twenty one, and you're there. You are like twenty seventy eight. Mm-hmm. That's right. In the year three thousand. <laughs> nice, but uh, you know, Chad. Yes. If you did want to uh, let us know about what your thoughts on the old moon landing is one way or the other. Uh-huh. Best way to do that would be email us. Yes. At the guys at pair. normalguys.com. Chris checks that I, I don't have the password currently. So is your house on fire? Uh, no, but I don't know where that's coming from. <laughs> Sounds like, uh, Man, according to this, they're in the room, but I, I don't see anything. This thing's got to be screwed up. Game over, man. <laughs> Game over. Now, I don't know what that is. It must be the, uh, they must be breaking out of the uh, barricade. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, email us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Another good way would be to call yes. the old Pong hotline. Mm-hmm. You should certainly do that. 502 230 Seven six five six, and remember, if you call the Pong hotline, you got a fifty-fifty chance of either leaving a message or talking to the Chad. That's right; it'll change your life. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. And you can follow suit with good old Justin. Mm-hmm. And you can leave a comment on Facebook for us or message on Facebook, whatever. Hey. Hey, do what you feel. That's right. Go to uh, our Facebook page. It's, you know, just facebook.com slash paranormal guys. Word. I think. No, I'm pretty sure it's what it is. Yeah. I mean, or you could just search paranormal guys. I mean, either way, you're going to find us. Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> uh, but. Facebook is a good way. Chad keeps that up to date with all kinds of interesting little stories and everything. I like to put some tidbits on there for you to enjoy. 
little bits of tid. Mm-hmm. Uh, while you're on our Facebook page, head on over to Mr. William Blanchard's Facebook page. He is the gentleman that uh, your own normal guys podcast. Musical genius. Amen. Uh, you can find him at William Blanchard Soundtrack on Facebook. And if you like what you see, head on over to his webpage, which is williamblanchardmusic.com, and you can buy some of his stuff there. Mm-hmm. You should do that. He's got some cool stuff. And, you know, Instagram, Paranormal Guys, our website, paranormalguys.com. Go look at all our, of it. Our new uh, our new cryptocurrency, PongBits. PongBits. Uh-huh. Soon to be a uh, traded stock. That's right. <laughs> we just need investors. Uh huh. Just need all you have to do is take all your real money, send it to us, and then we'll get you set up with a PongBits account with and a card. Then, yeah, that's right. The uh, cards are handmade. Handmade, hand signed, and, and numbered. Anybody stealing your uh, information with the RF signal? Because nope, the cards are impervious to that. That's right, because they're basically cardstock. That's right. <laughs> May need to get them laminated for durability. You might. Confess no, them God, to the dude. back of your vaccination card. Don't get it wet. <laughs> no, because uh, it's not like a gremlin. <laughs> exactly. Chad, you know, I just, I just re- realized something in signing off here. Oh, wait a minute. Before you do, there's something I got to include in the show. Yes. Are you ready? I'll make this quick. What is it? Letus may or may not be an old lady Mexican witch. Thank you. Holy crap. Synchronicity. I was about (laughs) to say this would be two shows that we have not mentioned Mexican witches. I know. I wanted to just bring that up. I didn't want Letus to feel feel left out. I didn't want Mexican witches to feel left out. So it's inclusion's good. Mm -hmm. That's right. I like a little diversity in our show. Although I am, uh, uh, we haven't talked about Letus, so that's kind of a downer, but I am excited about one thing. What's that? This also marks two weeks that you have not been appalled by my ignorance. I kind of am now. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to bring it up. I just wanted you to feel good about yourself. Great. Well... Mm -hmm. I guess that's over then, so I guess have a pair of normal weeks. Exactly. Mm-hmm.